The word beatitude is where, in English, we get the word blessed. Beatitude has its origins, the word beatitude in the Latin language. It's where we get the word beautiful. What beatitude means is happiness. It literally, so when we give a blessing to one another, the root of that word means happiness, to bestow happiness upon one another. And happiness is something that's seen in both the Old Testament and the New Testament as something that's given by God, that this life is filled since the fall of Adam and Eve. And God says to Adam, your life will be toil and, and sweat, by the sweat of your brow, etc. Uh, happiness is seen then from there on as something that's bestowed by God. We can have natural happiness, uh, a mother giving birth to her baby and that kind of happiness sort of thing. But in this context, it's something that you would be given by God. So when we hear the word blessing, we think of so, sort of a favor or some kind of, a, of like an infusion of the presence of God or the grace of God. And that's true too, because that's where it begins in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, priests only gave a blessing at one time. They never, uh, they didn't bless rosaries, they didn't bless meals before meals, or they didn't uh, bless you, etc. There was only one time when a priest would give a blessing. And it was after the sacrifice in the temple, the Passover sacrifice, so they butchered some, they killed an animal and burn it and burn its offerings to God sort of things and uh, did all their religious rituals around that and there was the true presence of the of God in the ark of the of the ark of the covenant too so think of both the altar where the sacrifice takes place and the tabernacle with the true presence of God and when the Passover sacrifice was over the priest would walk out of the temple where all the people were gathered in the courtyard and there he would give them the blessing. The blessing was something that came from God, but it had to be, the priest was just simply a conduit of it. He didn't have that power in himself to bestow blessing. It just simply uh, came down from heaven and went through him out to the people. But only if the sacrifice had just been made and the true presence was, was there. So when Jesus is on this hillside overlooking the Sea of Galilee, And he's talking to the multitudes about blessing. This is something that's very foreign to them. They recognize that a blessing only happens by the priest once a year at the Passover meal. That's it. And now you're saying that blessings can be bestowed on us in abundance all the time. This is a Copernican revolution for these people listening to him. And what kind of blessing is Jesus speaking about? Where is this grace of God emanating from? And what Jesus is speaking about here is he's saying, blessed are the virtuous. Blessed are those who are meek. Blessed are those who are merciful. Blessed are those who are pure of heart, clean of heart, chaste. Blessed are the peacemakers, etc. Blessed are the virtuous. Blessed are the hardworking, the industrious. Blessed are the charitable. Blessed are the hopeful, the faithful, etc. And really what he's saying is happy, because this is how they understand the word blessed. Is he saying happy are the poor in spirit, happy are the meek, happy are those who seek righteousness. So he's saying there's a happiness in being virtuous. And he's saying even if you're mourning, happier the mourning. 
So this kind of like, okay, if I try to be a good person, then I can be happy. And I can even, because of that, help other people to be happy too. So that's, that's great. And furthermore, the word blessed or blessing is something that's intimately connected to God. So when they're hearing this, they're thinking, okay, so God is present to the virtuous. He indwells in the virtuous. That's what Jesus is saying. And for them, this is something that, you know, it's going to take them a while, days, weeks, months, years to process this. This is a completely different way of understanding how God works. Jesus, again, he's emphasizing to them, you need to have a personal relationship with God. For the Jews, the relationship was just simply a set of commandments. It's not, I don't have a personal relationship with the President of the United States or even the, the senators from the Washington State or I don't have a personal relationship with the civil laws of Washington State or Clark County or federal law. There's no personal relationship with law. But that's the relationship that God gave the Jews was law. And Jesus is going much further. He's saying, no, 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 no. You need to have a relationship with your creator. But it's not just based in law. It's based in the way you live your life. And it's based in fidelity. And this is where Jesus finishes with the blessings, is the notion of fidelity. So he's saying, you can be happy, blessed are, happy are, the virtuous. But then he concludes by this, by saying this. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Now he's talking about faith in himself. So he's not here talking about virtue anymore. He's saying, blessed are you, happy are you. When you're persecuted for me, for Jesus, the one speaking to you on top of this hill, for your reward will be great in heaven. So now there's like a twofold movement of happiness. Happiness in this life for being virtuous. That is to say, the presence of God in your life for being virtuous. But then and now he's saying, and happiness forever in the kingdom of heaven if you're faithful to me. Again, these people are going to hear this and they're going to think, who is this guy? He's saying that a heaven, which is a concept that they don't believe in. This is the struggle between the Jews and the, or the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Is there even an afterlife? Because in the Old Testament, the only afterlife is Sheol, the abode of the dead, or Hades, this fiery thing. There is no heaven in the Old Testament. So again, he's talking about heaven now. So all these concepts that we take for granted, that for the Jews are completely foreign to their way of thinking. Like this guy is talking about heaven, and I'm sure he'd use the Persian word paradise because there's no word in Hebrew for heaven. So he's switching from Aramaic or Hebrew, whatever he's talking about, and then he's going to use a Persian word paradise which they've heard that word, they have this concept of a utopia somewhere. They don't believe in it themselves, but they're aware of it. So just all these different concepts that are being bestowed upon these people. 
that you and I hear this and we just kind of blow it off and go, oh, that was nice. But it's super, super meaningful. That we don't have to rely on a priest anymore for our blessing. We can now receive it from God when we live a virtuous life. And more than that, we can now obtain heaven and an eternal happiness, paradise, if we're faithful to Jesus. And that's amazing. That's amazing. So, you want to be happy. I want to be happy. Even people walking around all tattooed up and nose, pierced noses and blue hair and whatever, they want to be happy too. They have no idea where, where to find it. But at the end of the day, we all want to be happy. But it really is just going to come from two sources. It's going to come from one source in two expressions. God himself in Jesus Christ. By living a virtuous life and living a life of faith in Jesus Christ. Now, a final word about faith. Faith isn't belief. I believe in Jesus. That's not faith. The fallen angels, Satan, all of hell believe in Jesus. Those angels were in heaven with him when he kicked them out. They know who he is. Faith is about more than knowledge or belief. Faith is ultimately about communion with God. Fidelity to God. Loyalty to him. So I want to be happy, and you do too. We all want to be happy. It's motivating us to get out of bed in the morning. How do we do that? Live a virtuous life, and live a life of faith or communion in Jesus Christ. And you'll have happiness in this life, and in the life to come.